taking this concept of the GPS for your business and applying it to your life first vision is what is going to get you to that desired endpoint that you have for more freedom, more flexibility, more time, more ease, more spaciousness alongside more impact in your business. Welcome to the Life First Business Podcast, a space for ambitious female solopreneurs looking to redefine success on their own terms with businesses that work around their life goals. I'm your host, Leonie, an ex-architect turned business owner turned business coach. And in each episode, I'll be diving into actionable strategies, mindset shifts, and tips and hacks to help you build a service-based business that aligns with your unique vision for success. If you want to break free from the hustle, find more ease and flow in your work and design a business that puts your life first, then you're in the right place. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Life First Business Podcast. Today is all about how to approach goal setting and goal achievement when it comes to creating a life first business. So when you are setting goals in your business, you want to have a clear why behind it. So in doing the action of creating your life first vision, which is what I have taught in module one of your life first business plan, my four part business planning course, you have got a strong why behind your goal for your business. And your goal for your business comes out of doing that life first vision. And it will either be an impact goal, as in how many clients or customers you want to work with, or it'll be an income goal, so how much revenue you want to make in your business. And within that, you'll have created a framework of your schedule and your alignment piece. And what you want to be doing when you're choosing your goal, whether that's impact or income, whichever resonates most for you, one will affect the other. Once you've been through that life first visioning process, you then want to make sure that any plans you're making to go on and achieve that goal fits within the framework that you've set out in that vision. And those two frameworks are your alignment piece and your schedule. So in creating that life first vision, you have the full system and framework in place for you to then go on and create your goal setting and goal achievement plan for your business. And when we talk about goals, I think we encompass the kind of process of working towards that goal within it. But a goal specifically is a target that you're aiming for. It's an end point. And you might have many goals within that. But if you have an overarching goal or what we call the North Star in my Life First business plan course, that acts as your umbrella goal it's what you're aiming for so that within that it it covers your life first vision because you've been through that visioning process and by referring back to your schedule and your alignment frameworks you're always making sure it fits within your life first vision and then you can set mini goals within that based on the projects that you are deciding to undertake in order to achieve that umbrella goal and a concept that's really useful when you're thinking about goal setting goal achievement is the idea of gps your gps is what you'll implement in your business in order to get you to that desired endpoint you have and when we're referring to a life first business that's your life first vision goal 
So GPS stands for G is your goal, your target, your aim, your endpoint. It should be measurable, it should be specific, and it should have a time attached to it. So if we're looking at the next 12 months in your business, it might be the number of clients you want to have worked with in the next 12 months. So it's specific, it's an endpoint, and it's measurable. And then your P is your plan. So these are the projects, the actions, the steps and the milestones along the way that you are planning to undertake to get you to your goal. And then your S is your system. So these are the processes, the habits, the business systems that you are going to implement in order to help you carry out that plan. So it's important to have all three of these in place and in your business plan for you to be able to propel yourself forward towards that endpoint, that overarching goal that you have in your business. So all of this is covered in module three of your Life First Business Plan. And if you're listening to this in the first part of February, then there's still time to sign up and watch all four modules. Three of them are already ready to watch on demand, instant access. And the last one, is going to be released next Wednesday on the 7th of February. So I'm going to give you a summary of what I talked about in the goal setting workshop in this podcast. But if you want more detail and you want to access the workbook that goes along with it, as well as the previous two modules, then you can click on the link in the show notes and sign up there to access all the further materials. So what I talked about was the benefit of setting goals to achieve your life first vision and how they provide clarity and direction, serve as powerful motivators, make the process of working towards something more enjoyable. They also allow you to track your progress. They help you prioritize what uh, tasks you're going to carry out and make sure that the things that you're prioritizing are the things that align to that goal create accountability and they help you with growth because they push you towards something that is challenging you. And there are some common pitfalls to avoid when it comes to goal setting. So these are setting vague or ambiguous goals, setting goals that are too ambitious, having too many goals at once, ignoring your personal values, lack of planning, not reviewing your progress and letting fear of failure get in the way of what goals you set and your ambitions for your business and for your life. So in considering all of those, that's why I have taught my Life First Business Plan course in the order that I have, because first we covered your Life First Vision. So we're making sure that you are including your personal values. You're not concerned with the how before you're thinking about the what and the why. You've got your purpose behind it. And then the second module was focusing on mindset. So making sure that fear of failure is not getting in the way, imposter syndrome is not getting in the way, and making sure you have those key frameworks in place to make sure that you can do all of this within your life first schedule and in a way that feels aligned to you. And then in this module, we're talking about planning. So all of those things and those common pitfalls to avoid are covered in this life first business plan course. And just going back to that concept of having a North Star goal, again, the benefits of having one core goal that encapsulates your entire why is because it gives you that one single point of focus. And so that you can make sure any projects you're undertaking within the next 12 months align to that one core goal. And, you know, there's probably a hundred different ways you can get from A to B and lots of different projects that you could undertake to get you there. But what you're 
always coming back to you is that one point of focus and making sure that you have strategy behind the projects that you're going to undertake to get there and we'll go on to talk about how you can make sure that those things again fit within your life first vision and that framework that you put in place and it and some good things to just reiterate even after doing your life first vision when you're setting this north star goal and thinking about whether it's the number of clients you want to work with or the income that you want to create in the next year is to revisit your why around it what will that mean to you how will it feel if you achieve it and really dig down into what that will mean and 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 build that motivation piece behind it because the stronger that why is the more motivated you're going to be to to propel yourself forward towards towards that desired outcome in the module i also talked about the idea of setting a goal either side of your core goal so core i called the core goal your north star and then talked about setting a satellite goal, which is a goal that feels easily achievable, but would still give you a sense of accomplishment. And it's a milestone on the way to that North Star. And then I talked about a moonshot goal, which is a big ambitious goal that would stretch you beyond that North Star goal and would require you to really innovate. And the purpose of having these two goals is, one, it, it gives you some momentum and sense of achievement when you hit that satellite goal and you can kind of celebrate that milestone and keep striving towards your North Star. And then your moonshot goal gives you that opportunity to really think outside the box and be innovative and creative. And by pushing yourself beyond what you actually want to achieve, you're more likely to achieve it. So I loved this quote. Aim for the moon. If you miss, you may hit a star. So yeah, it's just that concept of really pushing yourself that little bit further. And that doesn't mean pushing yourself to work longer hours, to work harder or to do anything that doesn't feel aligned for you. But just to to think inside those frameworks of your alignment and your schedule, how could you really push yourself beyond that North Star goal? Maybe you'll, you know, surprise yourself and go beyond what you thought that you could achieve. But without setting that moonshot goal and thinking about how you might achieve it, you might be limiting the success you could have. And next I went on to talk about how to build out your plan for the year of how you want to get from A to B. And then the benefits of them breaking that plan down into 90 day action plans. So the benefit of breaking your actions and your your P element of your GPS, your plan into 90 day chunks is because 90 days is long enough for you to make big steps and progress towards your goal, but it's short enough for you to maintain your focus. So you can set some clear objectives for 90 days. In having that shorter time span, it's going to increase your motivation. It's going to mean that you're more adaptable because you can then review your progress after 90 days and adapt your plan if you need to. It's going to reduce the procrastination of you you know, waiting 10 months and doing everything in the last two months because you have broken it down into 90 days. So you're going to have faster progress towards your goals. And then I talked about how to create a 90-day plan that aligns with your overall vision. So the first step of that is to decide how far towards your North Star goal you want to get in the first 90 days and in the preceding 90-day chunk. So if you're looking at breaking down the year into four quarters, are you just abiding that goal by four or are you looking to sort of gain momentum through the year and maybe your income goal or your impact goal is a bit less in the first quarter than it would be 
in the following quarters. Next, you want to investigate what projects and steps and actions would help you get there. So just brainstorming out any of the possible actions you could take, any possible projects that you might implement to get you to that goal. And then you want to look at all those actions that you've brainstormed and actually start to interrogate them and think about how much impact they're going to have, how much effort they would require in terms of your energy and your time, and how aligned you feel to them. So if you assess all these possible projects and possible actions against those four criteria, you can really then get to a clear picture of what you should prioritize because you'd want to be prioritizing the tasks that would have the most impact with the least effort that feel most aligned. So you might have some on that list that you don't feel are very impactful and don't feel particularly aligned and would take a lot of effort. And those would be the ones that you'd want to put to the bottom of the pile. So it's a really good process to just go through and really interrogate those different tasks against your life first framework. What, how does it feel aligned? Can you do it within your schedule? And then you can start to look at the ones that appear to be the, the most obvious that you should do because they're really impactful, because they feel aligned. Then you can start to look at what order it makes sense to do them in. And then based on that, I suggest choosing just one to three projects per quarter to focus on. So it might be three smaller projects or one bigger project that you can really focus on for 90 days and either make a big amount of progress on or complete within that time frame. And you can start to think about these projects in terms of the six different buckets of business activities, which are marketing, sales, administration, learning and education, business development, and billable or fee earning projects. And what this will allow you to do is also to consider whether there's any investment involved in that, any monetary investment that you'd need to make to be able to undertake this project, which you haven't already accounted for in your business expenses section of your life first vision, and then start to build that in. So it allows you to keep going back and forth between your plan and your vision and make sure it's all working together and it's all aligned. And you can see the impact on your revenue requirement once you factor in some of these investments, which is a really helpful tool for you in making decisions and seeing how it affects your schedule, how it affects your your fee prices and everything within that life first vision interactive worksheet that you have. So then once you've established those projects, you can then start to break them down across the year. So what one to three projects are you going to focus on in each quarter? And then you can start to break that quarter down. So you can look at the steps that would be required based on that project and start to think, how much time do I need to allow for each of these steps and how am I going to spread them across that 90 days? So an example might be if you said, okay, in Q1, I want to launch a podcast. List out all the steps that you would need to undertake to launch a podcast, which might be research and planning, creating a content and launch plan, buying the equipment and the software, creating artwork, recording an intro, recording your first few episodes, uploading everything to a hosting site, submitting to podcast platforms, and then creating all your launch posts for social media. So that's an example of the list of steps you might set out for a project you were doing. And then you can start to go through each of those steps 
how can I spread this over the 90 days? How much time do I need to dedicate to, to undertaking these steps across 90 days? Or maybe you, maybe you look at it and how long it's going to take and think, actually, I could do this in four weeks or I could do this in six weeks, whatever that is and whatever time you have available to put towards, you could start to get to really strategic and schedule in that time and set aside the time to do it and start to detail out that plan in more detail. Because without doing this, if you just sit down at the start of 90 days and say, right, I'm going to launch a podcast, it's really hard for you then to plan that in with your client work and do it within your life fair schedule. And of course, there might be projects that you feel you are happy to invest more time in, in this current season of your business, because you know it's going to free up time later on. And that's a an informed decision that you could make once you go through all this process and you see how long something might take you and then you can plan for it and you can either say okay for now I'm going to go outside of my life first schedule to make this work and know that it's leading me to that point where I can work the number of hours per week that I want to or you can make sure you're fitting that in now if you have no choice about the limited hours you've got because of your childcare situation or whatever that is, you can plan it accordingly and make sure that you can fit that into the time you have or really prioritize the projects that you can fit in because you've gone through that process of of rating them and interrogating what's going to have the most impact in the least amount of time. And in that way, you can focus on the things that are really going to push you forward without pushing you outside of your comfort zone in terms of your your schedule, in terms of your alignment, in terms of your budget. And make sure that it all fits within that framework that you've set out. And the next step I talked about when it came to your goal achievement plan and setting your goals and making your plans to achieve them is to think of any key habits that you might want to track for that 90-day project. And these might be things that you have looked at when it comes to upscaling your mindset that we went through in week two. They might be things to do with you prioritizing your well-being, which we also talked about. They might be some of those key boundaries that you decided you wanted to put in place. Whatever it is, whether it's to do with mindset or whether they're particular business tasks. So, for example, if you had done that podcast plan and worked that in for your 90-day project, the following 90 days, you might have the habit of creating a weekly podcast because you want to embed that habit and you want to make that a continuous part of your business. But you know, without tracking it and prioritizing it, it might fall by the wayside. And that you know you really need to give that some focus to make sure that you're carrying out the plans that you said. So there might just be a handful of specific habits that you want to track for those e- each of those 90-day projects. And just focus on the first one for now and decide, you know, what mindset things or kind of CEO wellness things do I want to track and what business activities do I want to track and they could be a monthly habit it might be a weekly habit or it might be a daily habit that you want you just want to include in your plan and have there in front of you to tick off every day week or month to keep you accountable to show yourself that that's what you're wanting to prioritize so this is a really good system to have in your business just to make sure you're prioritizing those consistent actions that you know are going to get you to that goal And then the last thing I covered in the workshop was your one habit goal achievement hack. So this is a key habit that I've been implementing in my business for a long time now and has really helped me to stick to my plan, stick to my focus and remove a lot of the mental load and the overwhelm 
that it's common to feel in business because when we have these big plans and we've set out the things that we want to achieve over a long period of time, like a year or two years, whatever it is, it's very hard to not get overwhelmed by the thought of all those steps when really what we need to be doing is just focusing on the next step. So this one habit hack allows for that. And I refer back to this quote, which is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary? And this has really fitted that concept for me. This Doing this one thing in my business has made everything else easier. And that one thing is creating a tracking system for all of my goals, actions, and key habits. And that tracking system is really simple. I do mine in a notebook. And it involves having an annual plan, a quarterly plan, which we've already talked about, a monthly plan, a weekly plan, and then a daily plan. And that sounds like a lot, but it basically involves spending five or 10 minutes at the end of each day planning what I'm going to do the next day. And then spending 10 or 15 minutes at the end of each week planning what I'm going to do next week and always referring back to the previous stage of my plan. So when I sit down to do my plan for the month, I'll look back at my quarter plan. What did I say I was going to do in month two of this 90 day uh, chunk of time? And then I plan out, okay, I'm going to do this week one, this week two, this week three, this week four. And then when it comes to plan my weeks, I look at, okay, what did I say I was going to do in week one? This is what I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then when it comes to planning out my days, I say, okay, this is what I said I'd do Monday and I just block out the time. And then on that daily planner, I just track my key habits. So I might have three or four habits. I'm just tracking for that 90 days. I have my to-do list. I time block it and I just tick off my habits. So it's really, really simple. I try to keep it as simple as possible. But what it allows me to do is just focus on that one page of my planner each day. Look at those key tasks that I said I would carry out. Know that they all relate back to my overall goal, my overall plan, my 90-day chunks, and just tick off the habits. And I know if I do that every day, and obviously there are days when things go awry and I have to reassess the week, but it just keeps me accountable. It keeps me on track and it keeps me focused on the daily rather than worrying with the mental load of the next week's tasks, the next month's tasks, the next quarter's tasks. I don't have to think about them once I've sat down and done that planning process. So that's been such a helpful one habit hack that I've implemented in my business. And I've shared the template for that in the workbook for module three. So I hope you found some useful tips in here on goal setting, goal achievement, implementing your gps for your business and making sure it aligns to your life first vision and if you want to take the full course and go through each of those modules and get all the workbooks that go with them there's still time to join completely free until mid-february and you can sign on via the link in the show notes and if you do i'll see you there